I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Here's Jack. Here's Jack. Apparently, here's Jack. <laughs> it's the Jack Hankey Show from the Cedarburg Public Library's community room. This is the room where we commune, and sometimes we make radio while communing. Very Hi, good. Jack. How are you? The, the, the big shots of the community are, are, here, are here today with us. Without them, this community does not work. That's right. Hello to the rest of Hooterburg listening, I'm sure, with rapture. At their computers. Rapturous listeners we yes. have now. All right. Yes, Great. absolutely. <laughs> so we'll introduce our guest today, Jack. I'm going to let you do that. All right. We have, first of all, we have the queen of the Cedar Creek Winery. <laughs> She's just the queen. <laughs> <laughs> I, wanted, I wanted to see her what she would do. And she performed. She does what she always does, which is graciously smile and act like you're not an idiot, even though that's what she's thinking. But she's lovely. She's the queen. She's the one. I think you founded, you started winery. You started wine back whenever you're the first person to ever think of wine from grapes. Is that right? Thanks a lot. (laughs) I thought it was in the Bible, Jack. (laughs) Well, that was 20 years ago. There wasn't wine before that. Before that was just MD 2020. (laughs) Jack's personal favorite. Those are the glory days. I like grape. (laughs) Connie Niebauer is here from the Cedar Creek Winery. Jack. Hello. You want to say hello to your friends and family out there and fans everywhere. Hello, friends and family and fans. Okay. And then um, we have a man, I, I really didn't even meet him until he um, had uh, converted to Hindu and changed his name to Jam Master Dugay. Um, I don't even re- really know your real name. I don't name. think that's official. <laughs> you didn't tell your wife yet? No. Susie doesn't know? Not at all. Okay. And uh, what's your real name? 
My real name is Doug. <laughs> Doug, that's it? Doug Beatty. Oh, Doug Beatty. Okay, well, thanks, Doug. Um, Doug is the man who knows it all about alcohol, and he is the pig's man on the spot and, and has been sending people in the right direction for how many how many years with the Hopefully. I've been there about uh, nine, ten years now. Hopefully. Hopefully sending them in the right direction. Oh, okay, well... That's up to them. You give them good advice. <laughs> but uh, today is the um, last last week was the alcohol free, uh, cuss free version because we had everybody from the schools. Oh yeah, here. it was very uh, a very erudite show. We were way up there. Did- yeah, absolutely. You don't like erudite? <laughs> How'd you love erudite? <laughs> oh god, erudition is you. <laughs> You're an erud. Yeah, never mind. <laughs> Go ahead, never mind. Um, but we have some very important VIPs here. We have Chris, the fiance of. Dr. Johnny and his mother as well. I don't know your name, ma'am. Murph. They are they are our most devoted fans. They're here every week. Absolutely. Um, we also have the. You, you better introduce the uh, well, head of the Messerman mob. They don't. They still don't believe I actually have a job. So they came down to see it live in person. <laughs> well, so you're not getting not, paid for this, though. This doesn't count. <laughs> it's my mom and dad, okay. Howard and Sherry. Howard and Sherry. Yes, from Brown Deer, actually. They crossed county lines wow. to get here. Wow, so. that's dedication. <laughs> we appreciate that. They were talking about their wonderful son. Yes, yes. But and didn't that, say anything about you. Say a word about me now. <laughs> well, what's, your other son's, what's the other son's name? That would be Randall Mark Messerman. He's the one who got to go to the ball game with your dad that 1982. One year? Yeah, I got over it. Don't worry. <laughs> oh, yeah. <I'm> <laughs> The, Not, world, the World Series, one son gets to go and one becomes a library associate. No bitterness here. <laughs> Fine. Got over it. $600 of therapy. $600. <laughs> Nothing but the best for me. And then we have uh, the star of the internet and of the jewelry world, Patty Galoon Hansen here, who is uh, recovered from her flu-like symptoms and gotten her Mr. Wonderful husband out of the hospital safely. So everything's back on track and going to be out online and hawking the jewelry. And you have a new line of jewelry, I understand, Patty. <laughs> <laughs> facets by facets by Dorothy Galoon, don't you recall? The new line, Facets by Dorothy Galoon? Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah don't big. look so surprised. It's the Facets Collection. The Facets Collection. I'm so sorry. And That's, you, too, could be a Facet Collection jeweler. There you go. If you do the right thing. Okay. <laughs> Now you know that Patty didn't come to watch the show. No. She came, she came to hawk, hawk, hawk. I see why you're here. Absolutely. Well that's, done. Once again, that's Facets. By <laughs> the Facets Collection by Dorothy Galoon. Um, talk to Patty. So what do you got this week? Got a little bit of business here we got to take care of. I think. Uh, what early, you got? We got some interesting things. You know, we keep tabs on the Cedarburg Uncensored page on uh, and, Facebook. But that's a, that is false. It, they, they censor each other. Occasionally, they do try to, um, but uh, something big came down the pike, and I think we should talk about this. <laughs> I'm a little worried about this. So uh, a woman named Laura was watching the skies over Cedarburg on uh, February 25th and found a black cloud. You mean there was... The- <laughs> <laughs> right here, folks. <laughs> wow. Like we didn't know there was a black cloud over Cedarburg for, for decades. <laughs> That's right. So, um, anyway, uh, she asks, uh, did anyone happen to see the sky early this morning? The sky was gray and there were loads of black clouds floating, almost like Dementors from Harry Potter. Wow. Okay. So she tried She's to take her er- erudite. Yeah, absolutely. So, and then she does mention that her husband saw it too, so she wasn't dreaming. 
And uh, a fellow named Eric commented underneath and said, don't worry, it was my ex-wife who came in town for the week. So. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so that went out really well. Boom, <laughs> um, so, boom. So that's big trouble. Um, beyond that, uh, not much else going on, although I do have some interesting news about our, our friend, a uh, friend of the show, a man named Bud Lincoln. Okay, well, we're not done with headlines yet. Oh, you got something else? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, we'll turn to Bud in a, Bud in a bit, but this is big for Bud, I'm telling you. We okay, got I got the uh, incredible shrinking news graphic with me. <laughs> and, <laughs> wow. And on the front page, fun things to do this weekend in yesterday's paper. The very first thing. Yeah. You think it'd be a dance? Sure. A carnival? Sure. Alcohol, somehow, right? <laughs> Blood drive. <laughs> <laughs> We're running low here in Cedar <laughs> At a church in Mequon. And here's the key. Walk-ins are welcome. I think there's a band called it's, Vampire yeah, Weekend. Uh, I think that's what we're going to have here. They prefer walk-ins to wheel-ins. Oh, good. It, that's very know. good. Excellent. But I thought that, that caught my eye as a fun thing to do this weekend. I'm wondering if we could that's do that first here. Thing. You know, uh, on live, radio, on-air, uh, blood drive. Yeah, that is, that is something. Yeah, interesting. I also saw the ladies who lead. They had their luncheon this week. The ladies and, who lead led? Yes. Less, and <laughs> one of our ladies who lead led the luncheon. Uh, by being the MC. Oh, very good. Mino Ham. Oh, absolutely. Friend of the show. You know how she said how shy she is, and there she is, <laughs> MCing ladies who lead is such a bunch of crap. I just it's hope funny. she didn't dress up like Prince. You know? <laughs> Why not? <laughs> well, okay, maybe she should have. I don't know. <laughs> Prince wore high heels. <laughs> absolutely. For God's sakes. And uh, Julie Kosich, another friend of the show from the Cedarburg Education Foundation, right? also was honored. So that's, that's very cool. That is a good thing. Absolutely. And um, one more thing. There is a guy... In Port Washington, I think, or West Bend, he was charged with making terrorist threats. Oh yeah, in port or outside of port? I think it was West Bend. So wait, he lives in port and decided to terrorize uh, West well, Bend. Well, here's the thing that caught me. <laughs> they had a little description of the story. Oh sure. And since, and just almost a sign off. Since he's a repeat offender, he's facing nine years in prison. Oh, so he terrorizes regularly. Well, exactly. <laughs> he didn't learn from the first round. I of, didn't think you could be a repeat. I mean, usually it's a one and done type of thing. Well, terrorism. <laughs> yeah. <You know? laughs> Threatening to blow things up. Then he got vulgar on the phone. The woman said, "Who called it in?" He was vulgar. He was I, a vulgar terrorist. I wonder if anything to do with the black cloud over Cedarburg. No. I don't know. I don't worry there. Absolutely. Well, Interesting. You saw? Did you see what's going on in Newburgh this week? Very exciting stuff. There's always very exciting well, stuff going on in Newburgh. Well, it just so happens that the uh, apparently on the Newburgh City website. Village. Village. Website. Oh, yes. yeah, that's right. They, they haven't been promoted yet. Yes. They will. They will. Um, I got big, <laughs> I got big I got high big hopes big for Newburgh. Huge. They uh, apparently it. were selling Chinese pharmaceuticals on their website inadvertently. Did you see that? Now, for, I got first a lot we, of questions. First, I have nothing but questions. First, we got Trump with the Russians. <laughs> right. Now, we got the Newburghians, yes. Newburghers with China. Chinese pharmaceuticals. pharmaceuticals. Ah. Thank you for that. I like that. Um, so, <laughs> I'm a little worried about, I mean, again, what specifically is a Chinese pharmaceutical? And, you know, I mean, there are a few answers to that, but none of which that are legal. And do they work? So, and do they work? It, it'll work. <laughs> nudge, nudge, wink, wink. So, on your way home from the show today, everybody, swing by Newburgh and see what you can pick up. And we'll, <laughs> you know. We'll we'll tell see. why. Absolutely. The, someone hacked their website. Oh, someone hacked their website. Yeah. Oh, I left that part out, didn't I? Yes. That minor, <laughs> that minor thing. And as every every single Facebook post on the Village it begins with, we regret to inform you. <laughs> there is a single post from Newburgh. It doesn't begin with, we're sorry. <laughs> so at least well, I found one from just bad. 12 hours ago, an, a new Newburgh. What post. happened now? The 
The Newburgh Plan Commission will be meeting next week for the first time since early 2019. <laughs> they don't plan a lot in Newburgh, no. but they sell Chinese pharmaceuticals. Which takes some planning. <laughs> but, you know, you know what? We should approach them to sponsor the show. We're always practically... We're giving the them so much, so much lip service yes, here. Yes, lip you. service is right. <laughs> and it was signed, your, your friendly village clerk, which I thought was a nice touch. Well, I think that might be overselling him a little bit. <laughs> that's, that's okay. How can you oversell Newbury? You can well, only undersell it. it. It's the other Whiteburg. We that poor about clerk that. with uh, garbage collection and ch- rescheduling Thanksgiving. We didn't even do the garbage collection oh, one. That's man. a Hall of Let's, Famer. No, we're hanging on to that one until November. <laughs> Sorry, right, yeah. you've been trying to get Bud Lincoln in here kind for a while. chopping at the bit about And this, this is old. a Bud Lincoln show with alcohol-centric theme to it. Bud can't be here, though, and you'll hear why in a minute. This is really big. So, so Jack, you know, Bud Lincoln and I... First, first, first. Sure. Who is Bud Lincoln? Oh, So, so Bud, uh, Bud contacted us uh, when we were having some troubles with the um, alcohol licenses here in Cedar, something maybe you guys are interested in. Uh, a couple uh, local area shops vying for those uh, precious, uh, <laughs> like water. <laughs> do you... Connie, do you have to have a... Uh, liquor license? Oh, definitely. Okay. Oh, yeah. Do so you have one? <laughs> you, you got it on you? <laughs> give me, I'll give you 15 bucks for it. <laughs> higher. Higher. She knows what she's doing. <laughs> but, but we've had a little bit of fun. You think... Newburgh is the only burg we pick on. Not so. No. We also pick on our home here. We turn our sights onto Cedarburg plenty. <laughs> good old Hooterburg also provides some fun. Absolutely. The uh, interesting discussion around the liquor licenses and that they wouldn't give one out because they heard tell there might be a restaurant being built at some point in the future. <laughs> so <laughs> the hell with the two two businesses sitting in front of them. Unfortunately, it's a Burger King. <laughs> no one tells wouldn't that anything. be great <laughs> if a Burger King had a liquor license? <laughs> Holy mackerel. Oh, yeah. What a good idea. <laughs> and a dispensary. Wash, yeah. wash, that sandwich. wash that uh. sandwich. Wash that sandwich down with some hoot, Burger King hoots. So anyway, Bud Lincoln and I, we've been in deep deliberations since uh, Bud was trying to sell liquor licenses on the street. So he thought he'd come by and... Uh, He's a recurring guest. Yeah, he thought he'd be a regular here. So uh, we were in deep deliberation. And with, Bud, and with Bud, you know what that means. Gin and tonics with a rum and coke chaser. So I have no recollection of our deep deliberations. They were just... Clearly too deep. Uh, in fact, I woke up dangling from the waterfalls over in Columbia wrapped in a burlap sack. But let's not talk about that right now. I, We're I, talking I, I just st- like the visual of you dangling, period. <laughs> that would be something, I have to say. This you're, is radio. We you're don't dangling be- in front of your parents. <laughs> that's you realize is, that. That's why this is radio, Jack. Oh, my goodness. Um, but I wisely recorded our entire meeting because when you meet with people like Bud Lincoln... There are no people you record like Bud Lincoln. It. Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> mostly for legal purposes, right? And Bud told me he'd like to have you know more to do on your show, and so I told him, hey, you should be a journalist, Did a you correspondent. Think you might ask me about this. In- You're not invited to any of those meetings, Jack. No. <laughs> uh, so you know, I said he should be a correspondent for the show. He said a, he thought I said a Coors respondent, so he drank a case of Banquet <laughs> and then sent us the bill. In the grand tradition, though, of great journalism outlets, ABC, NBC, CBS, UBS, where they put you before the BS. Think Brinkley, Huntley, Chancellor. Bud Lincoln. So I tell Bud, hey, if you find hey. some news story you hey, want to, yeah, hey, you know, if you want to find a news story, you know, to latch onto and run with, well, just let us know and we'll make it happen. So a day or two passes and Bud finally says to me, can you post a bail bond for my Uncle Clyde? But then another day or two passes, he says, hey, what about this mysterious message from space, which has been repeating every 16 days, NASA's tracking this. And I said, great, run with that. Absolutely. So Bud, from the profits of his temporary part-time homebrew liquor license business, uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> builds a capsule, and wouldn't you know it, he launched himself into orbit earlier this week. Oh, I thought you were going to say he built the capsule and then swallowed it. Bot <laughs> <laughs> doesn't know how to use the internet, so he can't get to the Newberg site. Enter uh, what? Yeah, exactly. So we have Bud, though, on the line here. He's actually in space. Is he dangling <laughs> like you were dangling? Well, yeah, by and large. And he'd uh, like to report his findings on the signal from space. And he's a few miles from the stratosphere, so we're going to try to make a connection here. And uh, we can talk Don't to him. Don't we have so. any cheesy space sound effects? We're on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hi, Hi. Bud Lincoln here. So while I was drinking, I got to thinking about this new signal from space just a few miles away. Oh, only about 500 million light years away. It's a transmission of a signal that repeats itself every 16 days. Now, for those of you who don't know, 500 million light years is approximately a three with 21 zeros behind it in miles. So Jack, I clacked some numbers together for you. Oh boy, can't wait for this. And you know, I just want to clarify, that's not light beers. That's that's light years. Light years. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. All right. So I clack some numbers together for you. And one light year is approximately 5.8 quadrillion miles. Or roughly a 5, comma, 878, comma, 625, comma, 373, comma, 183 miles. So... Who is it from, where is it coming from, and what is it? Maybe Newberg knows. Maybe Jack knows. When I know, maybe after a few more vodka gimlets, Jack, I'll let you know. Till then, if you're thinking of drinking, time's a-ticking, and I'm Bud Linking. Linking? <laughs> That was our he own didn't say historic day here. That, on the is Jack historic. that was our own buzz li- buzzed light year right there. Buzz light beer. Buzz light beer. <laughs> we have to do wow, a commercial. That was a long way. That, that one was a long, that was a mean, long way on, for that know? one. I mean, what you uh, doing, there's so. got to be an easier segue for Bud to get in here. Yeah, we'll work on well, it. Come on, we got the liquor experts here. Well, Bud, wait, Bud we're going to talk to them. We're I, know, gonna, I know, I know. We'll bring them back down to earth next week. Absolutely, no problem. He's going to be sore. He's been flapping his wings in the stratosphere. (laughs) All right, we're going to do a commercial. We come back, our wonderful guests, and you're listening to the Jack Henke Show, believe it or not, on CPL Radio. (laughs) And that's how you do commercials. And here's Jack. And here we are over to the queen, who gave me a long list. It it rolled out the door of questions I cannot ask her. And you'd think she would know better since she's, well, she's only an intern with the winery. She's only been there a couple days. Is that correct, Connie? Multiply that by how many miles? Yes. Oh, yeah. Light years. It, light years. Yes. <laughs> right. Quadru- yes. Right. Yeah. I first met Connie on some volunteer thing we both got suckered into, I'm sure. And then when I first met you, you were smiling. Then you got to know me, and the smile went away. And then, but you recovered, and you've been smiling ever since. And I think that's your permanent countenance. Sure. Sure. It's, it's the alcohol. <laughs> wow. Yeah. yeah. So, I used to sell Avon. Oh. This is, you know. This is a lot better. Oh, yeah. I don't smell as good as I used to, but I feel a lot better. Right. So, so. 
Cedar Creek Winery. How, how long, do you know how long it's been in the mill area? Right. Well, Cedar Creek has been there since 1990, but the winery was there in 72. In 72. Right. Okay. And how did you get, you went from Avon to winery. How, what happened there? Uh, just moved to Cedarburg, saw a sign in the window and said, you know, I thought, oh, it's got to be better than what I'm doing. <laughs> so, yeah. Started. And it was. Right. And now the rumor is I was there when they built the building. Oh. <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't start that No, one. no, no. I only say nice things. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> you, should, you should hear what they say about me on the streets now. It's <laughs> knowing Jack, my reputa- reputation has gone to wild places. <laughs> so the winery has done wonders for Cedarburg. Every weekend you see Turans walking up and down the street with those... Four packs, those boxes of... Three packs, three but packs? yeah, four is a better idea. Yeah, I think yeah, so. Okay. And uh, what you give you give tours, and that's, right. that's been a big draw for right. many years. Yeah. Do you give the tours? Yes. And yes. what's the best part of the tour? The history and the drinking at the end. <laughs> <laughs> One's really dry. The, the middle <laughs> is kind of... Yeah. Yeah. Right, right. In that order. Yeah, I think I'll start backwards from now on. Okay. Yeah. And all it seems like all of a sudden we have wineries coming out of our ears here. There's the chiseled grape. Right. And there's the new one that couldn't get Bud Lincoln's license. And you won't give yours up. So that's no good for them. Um, what uh, is wine becoming more popular, do you feel? Well, there's more wineries. According to the whatever the survey or something, wine consumption is down for the first time in five years. Really? Yeah. Huh. I think it's the spirits that are taking over. Okay. Right. But a lot of new wineries and that, and which is good Yeah. for everyone. Yeah. Right. What's what's the biggest selling, vint- is it vintage? It's not flavor. You don't say it. Like no. Flavor. No, that's that's, that's MD 2020 yeah, talk. Right. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah. Right. No. You're so ghost, Jack. What, what, what's what's the biggest seller? Um, our most popular is a Riesling. A Riesling. Waterfall Riesling. And then a red, um, which is the first red we ever made after 30 years talking to our French winemaker that people want a sweeter red. And he would always say, hell will freeze over first. <laughs> I'm with him. I know. I'm in usually case, not a, in agreement with a yeah, Frenchman. Yeah. But well, in holy case mackerel. you missed it. Hell froze over, and now we have a. Um, that was last week. This just in. <laughs> wow. Now you got a you got a Hindi sitting next to you, so you, you may you yeah. may get a religion, religion yeah. talking. I should ask if you carry it. That's our new one, Vogue Rogue. It's our number one oh, sure. best-selling red. Yeah. Slightly sweet. No, we definitely red. carry that one. Yeah. Yeah. So that's our. Sweet yeah. red, really? Slightly, slightly. Oh my God, just oh. slightly. Okay. Do you serve it chilled or? Yes. Okay. Wow. Right. Hell has frozen over. Yes, right. What that's a, how you chill the wine. <laughs> <laughs> but the what's the white that's so popular? Uh, waterfall Riesling because yeah. it's a drier Riesling. That's so what? good. I yeah. love that one. I uh, People have asked, oh, I'll get you a bottle of that Waterfall Riesling. How much do you want? I said, all of it. Bring me the whole Waterfall. Like, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> what, the blush is... is always been popular hasn't it sure the cranberry blush because it's with the number one producer of cranberries and of course strawberry blush because we started that whole you started that whole strawberry shindig yes you did that's your fault well not mine personally oh yeah okay yeah Yeah. so do you work the festival weekends (laughs) (laughs) oh no i ask off yeah right (laughs) (laughs) that's on my (laughs) 
You used to be such a sweet queen. Now you're kind of the queen that bites. <laughs> you better sweeten up that red wine a little more. Yeah, right. <laughs> Should have had a little more. <laughs> this, this wine's got bite. <laughs> Yes. Uh, what was the question? You just carjacked the show, so go ahead. Keep going. <laughs> for God's sake. Don't what, stop now. Uh, no. um, um, now there is, and I'm switching gears before you <laughs> yes, sink your teeth in again. Um, you have an open house event coming yes, up. And yes. when is that? March 14th and 15th. Okay, so it's in two. Th- yeah, it's our 30th anniversary. 30th? Wow. With the Wallersheim. And then we started in 72 with Jim Pape, of course. Who's he? He's some slacker. (laughs) I've heard that name before. He doesn't do anything, does he? Oh. Uh. He's Mr. Cedarberg. Yeah, Jim's been instrumental in the Cedar Creek Settlement and Washington House Inn. Anything else I'm missing? No. And all the awards you mentioned, the festivals, festivals, yeah, and mentioned women who lead. So many women who have been honored are because of Jim giving them the opportunity to just, you know, fly and that. So, yeah, he's very, very great. He signs your paycheck, doesn't he? Not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> I wish he'd sign mine. <laughs> Someone should. <laughs> what, what's going on? What do you have going on for the open house? Kind of? Well, we have cooking with wine demos from two chefs locally. That's always a big one. And then we have um, our theme this year is family. And we have Philippe Cocard and Julie Cocard coming from Wallersheim. So it's a big family. We're tasting, of course, wine and specialty cheeses, and we're having a, a charity event um, for Mel's Charity. Oh, so, good. Yeah, so it's going to be busy. Yeah, so I didn't, I didn't get off for that. Oh, jeez. I know. I know. Um, it's on my bucket list <laughs> to go to one of those. <laughs> if you head off, you'd, go, you'd be a customer. You'd be down there, I want a tour. I want my free <laughs> right. sample. Yeah, right. Um, at the Wine and Harvest Festival, there's the grape, that's one that has the grape stomping, yes. right? And how do you... Pick people for that. Are the people with clean toenails get to do it, or how does that yeah, work? Big feet. Big feet. Big feet. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> Got a little heft to them. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> yeah. Weight how, does count in that, right? And, yeah. and how, how do you uh, how do you sign up for that, or how do you get chosen for that? And they just sign up and name out of a yeah. lottery or uh-huh. something. Right. Yeah. So we have adults and children. I think yes. having clean feet would help. Get you in there, I'm sure. I mean, <laughs> no dirty feet. No. Yeah. <laughs> you know, well, just a thought. Yeah. Well, that's okay. We don't make wine from that. We give it to Welsh's grape juice. Oh, oh much <laughs> <laughs> Will you Wait, get soup now? Will you get soup? <laughs> no, wow. I think that's great. <laughs> <laughs> they make MD 2020. It all comes back to MD 2020. Right. Oh, there's a toenail in here. <laughs> Bad press is still press, I say. Bring it on. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, so what, are, what's, what kind of questions do you get asked when people come through the winery? Do they look at what goes with what food, or how does do you get interesting questions or not? Oh, yes. Yeah. People are very interesting, yeah. right? Yes. You mean interesting of- like odd and weird or interesting? Well, a little of both. Okay. If they're from <laughs> Illinois, then it's the odd and the weird. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> oh, yes, really. Connie's <laughs> firing on all cylinders today. <laughs> what, what, what's a memorable question that you've had to feel? Yes, what was one of mine? Oh, this was many years ago. And um, they were looking for a shop. 
and um, they wanted um, yard goods. They wanted a rake and stuff like that. So and they were, said, came to the winery. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so that we didn't know how they got there for that. <laughs> yeah, Illinois. But yeah, right. Must have been Illinois, right. But... Uh, yeah, you should have given me notes on that. I could have thought of <laughs> a lot of strange questions. Oh, I right? bet you over the years you've just yeah. got to collect them. Oh, yeah. Just, yeah. oh, my it's, goodness. How many fun. tours do you give on a typical weekend? Three to four. Three to yeah, four. four? And how many people are in the tours? Usually 30. 30? Right. Yeah. At yeah. a time? Holy mackerel. Yeah. That's, we get somebody to crawl in the big barrel and that, so, yeah. Wow. Have you yeah. ever done that? No. I claustrophobic. I would never crawl in the big barrel. Maybe after a waterfall what happens, or two of wine. What happens to them after they get in the big barrel? I, I'd like to know the rest of the story it's, it's here. Sounds like, a, sounds like a Wonka adventure. It does. <laughs> I was thinking she's kind of the Willy Wonka of wine. Stop. Wait. You know? Don't. I want to be Charlie Bucket. I want to inherit this empire, you know? <laughs> Charlie Great Charlie class Bucket. You're Augustus Gloop. <laughs> Please, more wine, more wine. See, Riesling. That's the right accent. Yeah. Right. Um, what... If there's something that, about the winery that people don't know, what would you like them to know about it? Well, like Doug knows too, the big thing in the industry now is you watch your bottle labels. The words now produced and bottled, that means that winery made it. If it says cellared and bottled, that means they brought in a finished wine from usually California and just bottled it. Which is fine, yeah. but we're emphasizing in Wisconsin that it's made here. We can't grow it all, but we make it. Yeah, so we produce and bottle. And some of the grapes we actually do grow in Wisconsin, but they're pretty hardy. I was going to say, it can't be a long grape season, is it? Oh, no. It can't be a wimpy grape. Yeah, right. <laughs> I, mean, it's like, I think we yeah. got our new slogan, no wimpy grapes here. <laughs> yeah, no, no, they can't be wimpy to survive. Says the biting queen, Hans and Franz grapes. <laughs> yeah, pumped up. <laughs> yeah. Thirsty guys are skin. <laughs> See, very scientific. Yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> Aren't you glad you came? Oh, down I mean, here? you know, I was just thinking about that. <laughs> it's like, oh, oh, okay. Bulldog, you got anything? I no. just no. Uh, apparently, I don't. Uh, no, no. I um, I'm just uh, so grateful for your incredible riesling. It has uh, brought many smiles, maybe too many smiles, to my household. So <laughs> thank you very much. He's got what 18 kids? How many kids? Do you have? Uh, just five today. Just five. Yeah. And they're all named Riesling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we named you all after our favorite drink. I love Riesling. <laughs> I can't get my, can't wait to get my hands around a Weasling. Weasling. Oh my God. Weasling Moreau, we're heading out for church. <laughs> What's the other one? Vogue Rogue? Yeah. 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 Oh man. Because it was a rogue and it's new. Yeah. Ah, very cool. Okay. Well, okay. You, you're off the griddle. Yeah. Okay. Now you can just make fun of Doug. Okay. Very good. <laughs> nice. <laughs> That'll be more fun for you. <laughs> so now we go from wine specific to wine include. We include wine in this, and beer and what do you call it? Booze, alcohol. What's just uh, spirits? I mean, yeah, spirits would be the the hard alcohol part of it, I guess. Yeah. Okay. And out of the three, um, what uh, what are people? Is there a trend going on in out of the three? Is one like Connie said, wine consumption? Yeah, is down, I mean, the, or? yeah, the trends change very quickly uh right now we're on a trend of the uh the hard seltzers 
um, is kind of like the number one thing that's sort of taken over from White Claw to Truly to uh, lots of different brands. It's all Zima. <laughs> Zima was certainly the it's precursor. Yeah. That, that was the idea. And, and Zima just came before its time. Yeah. It was too early. So people didn't latch onto it. But there's something about that hard seltzer, I think because of the health conscious people uh, that are out there, it seems to have taken on a bigger emphasis. And so the, the hard seltzers come in at 100 calories a can, 5% alcohol, so it's low alcohol. So you can have two or three of them without getting stupid. Um, so it, it just kind of hit the right note at the right time. And last year, the, the numbers on it just skyrocketed. And, and I think what Connie alluded to was that is probably the number one thing that, that dropped down the wine sales, because uh, we've definitely seen a decrease in wine um, at our store, as well as when you read any of the national publications, it's definitely a national trend that, that wine has dropped a little bit. Do you think it's a fad, or is this a long-term deal? Um, it, I think it's got some stain power. I think like a lot of things that come on and, and, and do really well, I think that it is skyrocketing right now. I think we're going to have another huge summer this summer. And then I think you'll see a leveling off. Um, it's not going to ever go away. I think it's definitely going to be a category. It's a category that's going to get riffed on as well. Um, uh, I think Truly is one of them now that's come out with a line of lemonade hard seltzers. So the flavors that you can do will continue to drive the sales within that that category for sure so mike's hard lemonade mm-hmm. that well that's got to be taking a hit from the, oh sure the seltzers. absolutely yeah but keep in mind that mike's themselves don't care because they're the creators of white claw ah <laughs> that worked out well <laughs> so they they kind of cannibalize themselves in a really good way um but yes definitely mike's hard lemonades and, and a lot of that uh called fmb the flavored malt beverage stuff mm-hmm. has definitely taken a hit um and it's gone into the seltzer part of it, but a lot of the seltzers are made by very big brand companies who all they're doing is shifting their, their pie a little bit and turning mm-hmm. things around and, and doing a lot more hard seltzer than what they were doing you know, in other stuff. So Now, Connie was talking about MD2020 before. As she's known to do. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you man. seem to have an obsession with I MD2020 today. I, I, I used to. So... That, re- that reminds me of the um, wine coolers and how they were so popular. Mm, what sure. in the heck ever happened to the wine coolers? Sun Country. Sun Country. Sun Country. And remember that... Uh, Bartles C- and James. Bartles and James. Yeah. Was the big remember the Bruce, sure. Bruce Willis commercial? Although that you couldn't commercial? be any cooler than that. Yeah. Yeah, the, the, the wine coolers morphed into that whole FMB category, the Mike's Hard Lemonades um, and other ones like that. Schmirnoff makes a line of... of uh, uh, FMB products, all of that kind of morphed into that and became much more popular. So it's not like they ever went away because I think you could still find Bartles and James somewhere, not sure where, but I'm sure it's out there. Um, but it morphed into something else like a lot of things do. It, it just kind of rolls into a different product. Connie, you could have a Bartles and Pape wine cooler at the, at the winery. <laughs> that sounds good. There you go, Cedar, Cedar Creek wine coolers. Yeah. Cedar Creek wine coolers. There's a whole category you're missing there. Bottle right fresh from the creek. <laughs> <laughs> or you could use those grapes left over from the stomping. Yeah, yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Excellent. Okay, so the, the seltzers are taking over. And as far as the certainly the ready to drink type of products, yes. What the other big trend, of course, is whiskey, bourbon, scotch, things like that. That's exploded as well. Bourbon is the most explosive right now. Growth? Yeah, Bur- bourbon for sure, uh, rye whiskey and and scotch whiskey. The whole whiskey category, because now Japanese whiskeys have come on strong. Um, so there's 
multiple whiskeys out there, but but bourbon has kind of been the big thing. What is it about whiskey that has made it surge? Hmm. I have no idea. <laughs> wow. Glad we asked an expert in here. It's one of those, <laughs> it's one of those things you can't... Let me get Bud Lincoln on the line. <laughs> yeah. You can't predict it. You have no idea. Um, there was something, there was some uh, influencer or somebody somewhere along the way 10 years ago, 5, 10 years ago, who decided that they like bourbon. They started talking about it. Articles get published. Word starts to spread. And then you hit that tipping point. We hit a tipping point in the bourbon market where all of a sudden... Bourbons that sat on the shelf seven, eight, nine years ago are now, you can't get them. You know, Blanton's and Buffalo Trace and Eagle Rare and all of these different products that I get calls constantly all day long from people looking for them because you can't get them because all of a sudden somebody decided that's what you should be drinking now. So people chase it and, and they chase what they can't get. That's the biggest thing. Sounds like dating. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe for you. <laughs> Ouch! I don't know who's worse, you or Connie. So the tipping point takes on a especially flavorful turn with whiskey and everything when you're tipping them down. Mm-hmm. So what about now beer? The uh, what do you call Miller Bud? The the regular the ma- macro. A macro. Lot of people call it macro. Okay. Do they still sell? Oh, of course. Yeah, we still sell a a ton of Miller Light. Uh, Miller Light is still probably one of our top selling three beers. I would say. Um, Largely because they have a lot of packages, so that helps it sell a lot. But Miller Lite is still, it's your everyday beer that people still drink on a regular basis. What out of the everyday macro beers, if someone said, what's your best macro, what would you recommend? The best one that, from a flavor profile standpoint, is probably Miller High Life, as far as I'm concerned. I agree. That's a classic um, corn-based type of, it's got a sweetness to it without being a sweet beer. Um, it's it's a good, well-made product. So in my opinion, from a macro, mm-hmm. that and, and we sell a lot of Miller High Life. The High champ- Life sells really well. Pap sells really well. The champagne um, of beers, it, that's it's right. for a reason. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> someone said, hey, we can, <laughs> we can call it this. <laughs> Could you spell champagne? <laughs> and I think you know Miller High Life and Pabst have, have history to it as well, which I think makes a big difference when you look back on it. I mean... You know, as a kid, I remember those are the first beers that I remember seeing that my dad drank was, you know, Miller High Life and Pabst and Schlitz. And mm-hmm. and so those all kind of made a renaissance 15 years ago. Um, Pabst really kind of hit big and the whole, uh, I don't know, younger millennial, if you want to call it that, culture kind of latched onto that. And it became a big thing when you went out to bars to see Pabst Tall Boys. Mm-hmm. And that, that became a really popular thing. And it still is. But again, that has dropped off a little bit and being replaced by other stuff now. Isn't I, does PBR have a bourbon now or something? Did I see that? Uh, yeah, they came out with a white. Well, they don't call it a white whiskey, but they came out with a whiskey. They yeah, they aged it for five seconds, Ooh. <laughs> so that they could call it a whiskey. Okay. The federal government has rules and regulations on, on what you need to do to call it a whiskey and, and things like that, and it has to be barrel aged. Um, otherwise, they would have had to call it a, a white dog or a corn whiskey. Um, and in this, by barrel aging it for five seconds. They got to call it a whiskey. Was the five seconds just an arbitrary time that they attached to it? <laughs> it just what it fell on as, it, as the liquid passed through the barrel <laughs> and came out and got bottled. So, <laughs> but it, it, they even on their website and when you read about it, they even call it basically a vodka uh, is what they're saying um, that you use it as a vodka. You're not going to sip on it and say, "Wow, this has really depth of character and flavor." Um, there's not a lot going on to it. It's more of a mixable kind of thing to throw it in with your Coke or you know make cocktails out of it. Sure. Things like that. Have you tried it? 
I have. Yeah? Sorry. It's It's got a corn sweetness to it, very okay. much like uh, Pabst Blue Ribbon does. Um, yeah. It's nothing I would rave about, but yeah. It's functional. It's <laughs> yeah. Again, it's not something you throw over a, a cube and sip on, you okay. know. Yeah. It, it's not an enjoyable thing from that standpoint. What about craft beers? Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's exploded. It's yeah. still, I mean, whatever the numbers are, we went through from within 10 years, like a few hundred breweries to like a hundred and some thousand breweries. It's, it's exploded. It's, yeah. How do you decide which ones get to be in your cooler? I mean, because they, they can't, if they, if they aren't known, they don't sell. Right. How do you, right. How do there you, has to be some sort of reputation to it. There has to be something. There's a lot of online rating systems, the untaps and beer advocates and ratebeer.coms and things like that of the world that they get, that those are all crowdsourced sort of things. So they've, they've gotten a following. If a beer gets on any of those sort of things and has ratings, it's because multiple people are drinking it. They're giving it a rating. They're putting it out there. So it's got some sort of reputation to it. Yes. <laughs> yeah, Bud has a lot of influence. <laughs> Bud, yeah. that's B U D D, not B U D. Got the W double D over here. <laughs> so yeah, so as far as me selecting what goes into the store, because we have limited cooler space, obviously, or limited display space, it comes down to a, a flavor profile of of making sure that all the different styles that are out there are represented. Um, but also, uh, we try to do as much local as possible. Um, that's become a very big thing in the craft beer industry. It's become, it, it always was local. Now some breweries are actually saying it's hyper local. Like it's a big deal to have fermentorium where they are. Absolutely. And, and, and the support that they get locally is tremendous. It's fantastic. And, and that's become a very big thing is the hyper local part of it. Um, local, yes. So we pull in Milwaukee and Hinterland from up in Green Bay. Those all do well. But it, it's really the, the super local type of stuff that does extremely well. And so the sales is what has to support it Hacienda. as far as what stays in there. Hacienda, Hacienda from Door County, fantastic beers. Yes. Yeah. They sell out very quickly. One of your favorites. I know. Which that. just, <laughs> that's why. There's just a mere coincidence. We, we, yeah. So you might want to yeah, get to the store right after the show because a new one came in today. What? Yeah. You didn't bring it? Yeah. I guess I should have. Sorry, Jack. No samples today. Sorry. <laughs> wow. I mean, I don't care about the Democratic debates, but if you would, there's news about Hacienda beer for God's Stop sake. the presses. It, right. Yeah, I think it's one you've had already, though. It's called Everything Eventually. Oh, yeah. I think yep. you may have had that one. It's very good, though. Yes, So is. we just got that in fresh today. So. Fresh. Ooh. 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 <laughs> That's the other thing that, that makes the hyper-local part of it that much more important is fresh beer. I mean, yeah. Jack, you and I have talked about this when you come in to buy beers. We talk about what is fresh, what came in. You, you know, beer drinkers want to know. They look at those dates. They want to know when their beer was brewed. Because IPAs especially should be drank fresh. Uh, stouts can age a little bit. Certainly barrel-aged stouts, which have become huge, um, those can be aged and things like that. But, but your IPAs and, and uh, lagers and, and lighter ales and things like that, you really want to drink within six months. Uh, you don't want to have a beer sitting on the shelf you know, for a year and then buy it. And Certainly an IPA. It loses some of its, its flavor profile. Well, I wouldn't have it on the no, shelf. No, absolutely. Getting buds out back. Definitely would not last. Yeah. <laughs> With uh, the advent of the craft beers, have, have the imports taken a hit sales-wise, or do they still? Not really. Cor- I mean, certainly Corona uh, being the biggest import uh, there is has not. Their, their numbers, I just read another article that they had another increase last year. So uh, Corona is still growing. Um, so is the virus. 
Wait a minute. Let's not get confused here. That came light years. Light years away. I hear a voice bouncing. Bud's capsule is over China right now. Oh, boy. How do you recover from that one? Keep going, Doug. You're doing well. So the German beers, you know, Take a little bit of a hit, yeah, but but international beers like that have been on the way way down for a number of years. They're they're definitely not increasing. God, their their taste has to be affected by the travel and the time, doesn't it? Or, or no? Yeah, a lot of people say that. A lot of people talk about the skunkiness of of Heineken or or St. Pauli or is it skunky when like you get that. it fresh or no? It's everybody tastes it and perceives it a little bit differently. That's the thing about taste. That's the thing about recommending things at a store. You know, you you suggest something to somebody based on a flavor profile that you know exists, but they're going to go home and they're going to open it and they're either going to drink it with something else, you know, that they're eating or whatever it might be. And you're going to get a flavor out of that that, you know, I would have never suspected. Um, And that's something that I think with with import beers like that, especially the green bottle beers, that everybody has an opinion on what that skunky flavor is. I'm one of the rare breed who likes that skunky flavor. I I crave it myself. I like the Mickey Mickey's wide mouth. You put that with a Jack's pizza, here you go to town, man. You're you're done. The Mickey's. It's really hard to put your mouth around it, but if you can... <laughs> hey, 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 hey! Oh, wow. <laughs> Stick to the Blatt's Lake Cream Hill, would you? But I'm heading, I'm heading into space. <laughs> Doug has seen me many times going through the store with my shopping cart with one pizza and in the beer aisle. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yep. You know, look good, Jack. Jack gets all fooders. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Frozen pizzas and the beer. I always check out his home run in on sale. I'm there, man. You got any fresh beer from Hacienda? And then he takes it home and throws it on the grill the strangest thing i've ever heard oh that's right that's the strangest thing oh, really that's right i forgot you're a pizza griller yeah you Who told me about that over the summer a frozen <laughs> a frozen pizza griller. i still yes. haven't figured that out Absolutely. yet <laughs> oh you guys you ain't no gourmands like i am <laughs> dad can we put grill out uh for the pizza this summer <laughs> Dad, are you still asking for permission? <laughs> Dad, Dad, can we, can we please, can we go to start and get some frozen pizza? If I throw a frozen pizza on his grill, I need permission. <laughs> I, promise you that. Uh, I wouldn't let you near my grill. Where did all this cheese come from? Oh, God. No, no. If you do it right, there You're is right. no cheese on there. How much tinfoil do you use, Dad? Tinfoil? What? Year? How old are you? For God's sakes. As, as long as Jack puts down the four pack of Hacienda before he puts the pizza on, in good shape. it doesn't matter. No. Yeah, what oh, cheese? <laughs> Very good. Oh, wow. Now, Doug, you are in you, you pretty much all the time there. Uh, a lot, yeah. Uh, six days, six days a week, Monday through Saturday, from roughly ten till six. I'm there pretty much every day. I always call ahead. They get Sundays. Doug in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like to be there. I love talking beer, wine, and, and liquor, so it's kind of fun. I love my job. People are always in a good mood when they're buying booze. Or most of the time. I was going to say, always. <laughs> most of the time. Maybe not always, but most What's of the time. What's your cheapest whiskey? <laughs> I, I need it. Yeah, there are, there are the, the bottom shelf shoppers, that's for sure. Oh, wow. But they're all good, too. Yeah. We need all the shoppers at the pig. You bet. You bet. It's all good. Okay. All right. Good. I, th- I, th- I think he's done grilling. Speaking of grilling. Absolutely. Yes. We're going to uh, grill up some commercials here, and we'll be back on the Jack Henke Show with uh, a bit of a musical guest vacuum today. Yeah. Didn't show up. <laughs> I've, heard of, I've heard of acoustic, but this is ridiculous. This is a, it's, uh, <laughs> a new... <laughs> I may have to play he's, the triangle when we come playing, back. Oh, no. <laughs> this guy's going to die for this. <laughs> we'll be back, everybody. 
Well, we're back on the uh, Jack Henke show, and I'm absolutely terrified right now because my, ah, my parents. Frank, <laughs> I gotta have a throw a fit first. And Struble will never work in this town again. <laughs> that's right, Joseph Struble. If you're tuning in, where are you? And that's okay because hey, Scott, I think I'm a little low. Can you bring me up a bit? I don't know. There we go. I feel no, better. A little lower. A little lower. Okay, we're always fighting over that one. Um, so anyway, uh, my mom and dad are on the mics today. And uh, I don't even know how to process this. This whole thing is just bizarre and surreal. So I'm going to just drink coffee and no, back you're up not. over here. This is your parents. <laughs> Grill them. I love you, Mom. Turn, turn, I love you, Dad. There you go. The <laughs> now, I'm, now I'm out of here. Remember when, he, when they said, why are you home five minutes late? Now it's your turn to turn the tables. <laughs> I was always back five minutes early. Uh, we, need, we, need a, we need a cup. Oh, oh. It, they can't hear the thumb down, Sherry. <laughs> right. Please introduce yourselves. I'm Jeff's mother. <laughs> <laughs> she, she used to have a name. She used yeah, to be Sherry. <laughs> she used to be Sherry Goodstein Messerman, but now she's mom. <laughs> Just mom. Okay. Ma- mom Messerman. Mom Messerman. And who's the gentleman next to you? I'm dad, Howard. <laughs> okay. Last time Howard was here, I had to go see a counselor about the Brewers' upcoming season because he said, we're pretty well set at... We're pretty good. I guess they're shortstop. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, we got, hmm, well, the pitching shaky. Oh, well, and so I was like, oh, no, what's coming up? So it, it turns out that the Messermans were just on a cultural tour of Florida. <laughs> Unbeknownst to Mr. Mr. Messerman, who and thought he was going to go to the Grapefruit League. And, and, and hence why I wasn't invited, because they were on the cultural that, tour. That's, that's not why. Litany <laughs> 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 of reasons, I'm sure. So we're going to start ladies first. Sherry, how were, what, what did you do on your cultural tour of Florida? We went to enjoy the warm weather and the sun. We did how many museums? Five or six museums. We went to, oh, we went to a fabulous um, vintage car museum. Jeff would love that. Um, We went to botanical gardens. We went to the beach. We shopped. We ate. (laughs) A lot. (laughs) Ate a lot, right. Just two meals a day, basically. If you plan them, if you plan them right, they're they're good though. So, right. the, except for the eating, that doesn't sound like a lot for the baseball fan to appreciate. He that. didn't yes. even mention about baseball. What? Well, wow. they were just starting at that point. <laughs> <laughs> but we did uh, negotiate at a museum or a classic car company that had a 1960 Mercedes. For one million three hundred thousand dollars. What'd you get him down to? One million two hundred and fifty. Wow! <laughs> How, did, could you fit all your luggage in on your way back? <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. I noticed you didn't drive home, so I guess <laughs> I guess it didn't quite work out the way we hoped. <laughs> so, would you uh, book the Florida cultural excursion again, Sherry? I enjoy, I mean, I really liked it. Maybe I'd go to a different city and do a cultural. <laughs> Can excursion. we name the city? Yeah. <laughs> Can't say right now. Okay. I haven't made the plan. Okay. We like to do museums. It's we saw the Ringling Museums, which were very interesting. And they had a few cars that Ringling owned that were unreal Rolls Royces? Because they were Bentleys? a 1912 car that was. I don't know. 
500000 or something like that. Wow, a cheap one. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Okay, well, we'll see if the, we go back to Florida or not for the culture. Um, you'll have to keep us abreast of what you have planned. <laughs> it won't be till next year, though. Oh, that's all right. There's a lot of time to plan. Exactly. Uh, so um, while you were gone, Howard, what did you miss in the baseball world? Well, I saw in today's paper about Bill Schroeder. Well, wait a minute. You were in Florida. <laughs> right. Driving by all the cacti, grapefruit, grapefruit league things, and you read in the paper today? <laughs> this is where you're getting your sources? Well, you know, when I came back and wondered why Schroeder wasn't doing anything with the brewers, found yeah. out that he had heart surgery. Ah, He's a nice guy. You ever meet him? No. I have met him. He's a nice man. No. But um, he's a tough were, catcher. You there mess were, with him. There were articles in the local paper down there about uh, baseball, but then Bradenton has a team. I think the Milwaukee Braves were in Bradenton when they were around. Uh, so it was somewhat interesting, but they were just getting started. Mm -hmm. They hadn't played any games at that point. And most of the people whose names were mentioned, it's like the Brewers right now. You, you never heard of a lot of them, even though Arcia, our shortstop, is hitting the ball, which hopefully will continue till October. <laughs> Are you always this optimistic? <laughs> sure. Sun is always shining, Howard. Yes. That's great. So what? have you had more time to think, Josh? Are you still thinking the Brewers can do it, you just got to have faith and just be patient? I think so. I just hope that everyone stays healthy. So I think that for them, I think right now that's the important thing. And some of the new players who you don't know much about need to produce. Mm -hmm. yeah, they're, they're banking a lot on their bringing up the players from the farm yes. system. Well, and it seems like every other team in the division – made some moves, like some big-name players, but that doesn't always work out either. That's right. You never know. But uh, And the Cubs have a few of our ex-players. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> and uh, we're hoping that they the best for them, of course. I hope they're very careful and there are no injuries. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, <laughs> the rotator cuff will help. <laughs> <laughs> My dad will specifically target. <laughs> we wish no ill will. Do you have, do you have Cubs Cupid dolls that you, you stick with a, in the rotator cuff, Howard? Right. He's <laughs> got a very he's interesting got, uh, basement. He's, uh, he's, he's got a sweet smile. Has a little sip of MD2020. Any means necessary. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Absolutely. I love that. We're getting low on time. We should uh, also mention that uh, Patty there at the end of the table, uh, we briefly touched on it at the beginning, but uh, you got a new line. Of uh, you know a new line of uh, you know, jewelry. Well, why don't you let her say it? It might even so sound it might even sound is, good if she says it. I'm, I'm giving you the, I'm giving you the end of the show. We're ending on a full pitch. <laughs> um, actually, it's not a new line of jewelry. It's a, a new marketing um, campaign of which the Jack Hanky is in the Jack Hanky show. We really owe it all to him because he came up with a fabulous, um, you know, a long time ago, De Beers gave up their um, A Diamond is for Everything, and they sure. kept it themselves, and they weren't sharing it with any other diamond dealers. So a friend of mine in the diamond industry said in a magazine that we needed to come up with another 
a diamond is forever that sure. everybody can love. So I went to Jack and I said, hey, you're really creative. You're talented. Let's find something that we can make the world say, hey, I got to buy diamonds. So Jack came up with this fabulous tagline for diamonds. And it's diamonds because love has many facets. Ooh. Isn't that great? Ooh, it is. and <laughs> I know. That's exactly what I did when I first heard it. I was like, Whoa, it's complex. That is, that is really answer. good. It's complex, I mean, yet simple. It was Sounds very like we're talking good. about wine. Yeah, so <laughs> it's very extendable, uh, multi generational, uh, multiple sexes. I mean, it goes yeah. all the way. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So um, we've been talking to different diamond dealers and, and diamond countries, and uh, it's very difficult to deal with countries. Di- uh, companies are hard, but countries are worse. I would think. <laughs> yeah, and um, we had some we had some really great responses from people. Um, companies like the, the Russian guys when they heard it, they said brilliant. It's brilliant. Quick, <laughs> 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 Natasha, going, we sell lots <laughs> of them. Moose and squirrels get Boris Boris Shadnoff, head diamond buyer for Russia, and Matt Stuller, who's the owner and president of uh, Stuller Jewelry, which is one of the largest manufacturing jewelers in the country. He said, I like it better than a diamond is forever. There we go. Why aren't you on our team? <laughs> Jack Why and I indeed? Because <laughs> <laughs> we, but said, alas, we said nobody show, bought it. Yeah, we said, oh. show, show me the money. <laughs> yeah. you, you can have it, but you got to pay for it. Nobody came forth with the money. So Jack, said that, Jack and I said, the heck with you all. We're going to put it out there and we'll see what we can do with it. So Sounds that's what good. we're going to do. I like it. That's fantastic. Yeah. All right. So well, the Facets Collection. I'm very excited right about it. Available right now only at Dorothy Galoon Jewelry. Well, jewelry. they just can't use the, the thing Facet Collection. They have to come by us first. Yeah. Right. All right. Talk to Patty. There we go. There you yeah. go. Fantastic. That's a show. Don't you have any bumper music or anything? <laughs> <laughs> there will be from space. Yes. We add that at the we add that on post production, Jack. Here's the yeah. thing. Here's the thing. Never Shut ever up. come to uh, production meetings. That's the problem. So you have production meetings. <laughs> thank you for coming, everybody. We would like to thank our guest Doug from the Pig, and of course Connie, the Queen of Cedar Creek, Creek Winery, and my parents and Patty. Always nice to have you in the audience and on the dais. And uh, Chris and everybody in our audience who, you know, decided to come out on this very cold day. Patty wore the ultimate in boots. These yeah. are, uh, she went out and shot a Wookiee. <laughs> shot a Wookiee. <laughs> shot a Wookiee and wrapped him around her legs. They're very warm. I can imagine, absolutely. So we'll be back next week with uh, lots more show. Thank you, Jack. All right. And uh, that's, I think, anything else, we Jack? we got Dr. Kelly next week. Open for Dr. Kelly next week. Absolutely. Oh, oh, we're getting, we're picking, oh, up, we're picking up my mom, too, which is great. This is how you someone, someone couldn't keep their hands I out of the Cracker Jack. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, the Messermans are, are getting he, in there. The fa- you know, your father. <laughs> this is what Cracker Jacks sound like. God, watch that dental work, Dad. Yeah. You know your father. at the dentist. We'll be back from space next week. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, Linda Burchella. Outer space, but not inner space. Thank you, David Nimmer, who helps us with a lot of the uh, technical things in the, here in the community room. And, uh, yeah, next week, I'll make sure you tune in. The reason for the Cracker Jacks today is my shameless... Uh, Shameless uh, hawking of history spaces on Sunday night for Jerry Anderson. Professor Jerry Anderson, who's not an actual professor, but I call him that. He's talking about the history of Cracker Jacks, and it's actually really riveting. 
And I can't promise you like free Cracker Jacks through the radio, but uh, yeah, you know, it's all they, good. They sound good, don't they? They sound delicious. Dad's doing a really good job. I need no sound effects. <laughs> anyway. All right. We're going home, everybody. I got to get back to work. Bye, everybody. Thank you. Newburgh Police, Brakowski speaking. Uh, yes, this is Doris Lakershank speaking. Is this the police? Uh, yes, ma'am. Okay, I've never called before. Is there a special procedure I need to know about when I call like this? Uh, no, not unless you consider talking a special procedure. Okay, well, good, good, real good. So I'd like to report a strange man in a strange vehicle who parks in front of my house every day around noon. All right. Can you uh, describe him? Sure. He's, are you taking notes? I am. He's medium height, mm-hmm. slim build, and he wears blue pants, a blue shirt, and black shoes. Black shoes. Okay. Every day around noon, you say? Yes, except Sunday. He must be a church-going sort, which is why I didn't call sooner, because I figured any stalker who at least goes to church regularly may be getting close to redemption. But no. This has been going on for too long, so I'm afraid the great spirit has yet to take hold. So it's time to involve the police. Uh, yes, ma'am. Have you been able to get a license plate on his vehicle? No, I hide in the garage now every day at noon until I hear him drive away. But how is your garage safer than your house, ma'am? I hide under the car. Oh, that, that must not be very easy. Well, I've got it down to science. Oh? I can get out in under an hour now. Oh, my. I I don't know if that's such a good idea. Well, then do something about my stalker. And I'm not the only one. He goes from house to house on my block. No, we haven't gotten any other reports of that. Well, someone has to step up in the neighborhood and take charge. Sure, sure. Okay. Well, are there any other behaviors you've noticed? Absolutely. He hovers around the mailbox and even has the gall to shove a bunch of stuff into them every day. Wait, 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 what? This crazy stalker. Every day he goes from mailbox to mailbox and just starts jamming stuff into the mailbox on our block. Probably some kind of sick love notes or something. Sleazy jerk. Hello? Hello? Goodbye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.